Welcome back to tonight's pregame show. It's the second game on the weekend. Merrimack is at Northeastern, and joining us is the head coach of the Huskies, Jim Madigan. And Jim, first of all, last night your club a five to two win up at Merrimack. I thought uh, one of the things that really impressed me was that uh, you know there were opportunities in the game. I guess especially in the first period, and maybe even the second when you guys had come back to tie and they regained the lead. That you know you could have gotten away from the game plan, but you didn't do that. You stuck with it, and and uh, ultimately it ended up paying off in the end. Yeah, no, I agree with you. You know, there's an identity that you know. Most clubs have and want to play too, and we certainly have it. And you know, um, down one nothing, tie it, then you know, gave a gave a one quickly back down two to one, uh, all the way through that first and second period. I liked the way we stayed to our our, our our identity and and played the right way and and simplified our game. I thought we just kind of got away from it a little bit more in the third period after we went up five two. And it's a you know, there's a human nature and element there that you know you try to do a little too much, thinking that you got a little bit of a cushion. But hey, in this game in college hockey, you know things change quick. Here, so you know, I, I, you know, I was a little disappointed how we approached about a five, six minute span there in the third, but then we regrouped it and, and, and you know, got it back to how we need to play. They were able to get to the net a bit in the first period, including on their goal, but you guys were able to adjust to that. Yeah, I mean their goal, and they're so good in their zone. You know, and you know the puck came across from one corner off the other, off the other boards, and you know it, it was a true bounce that came out to their defenseman who, who I think was waiting for him, and right at the top of the circle, and then he shot it. And you know the Cini kid who was a real good player and seems to score against us every time we play. I mean, he you know he made a little butt hook and you know got a stick on it, and we were late in, in coverage, and uh, and it was a real nice goal. And you know if anything, we've talked that we talked about going into the into the game last night about. How everything is live and quick around the net. It was a good lesson for our kids right away. Uh, hey, in coverage, you got to be right with them because things turn quickly around that net, and the puck is lively off the backboards and the way that the shallow corners, so everything gets funneled back to the net. So, you know, we I think we learned quickly about uh, hey, we're going to have to have better net front coverage. And then in the second period, as we mentioned, uh, going into that period, you guys were behind, and something that hasn't happened to you a lot during the streak that you've been on, but you were behind, and then it happened two times. You tied the game, they came back and took the lead, and, and you guys came back. You got great play, I think, out of the, you know, uh, I mean, Mike McMurtry had a terrific night, uh, both uh, scoring goals and setting up plays, and, and Dylan Sakura with a couple of goals as well. That line was really good last night. Yeah, I thought they were excellent. I thought McMurtry was heavy on pucks. He made plays. He won puck battles. You know, Sakura is a kid who's highly skilled, and, you can find the real good ice, and, and I thought he did that on, on a couple of occasions there. Uh, McMurtry and Gadet, you know, really worked hard, you know, with the grunt work, and then you know, because you need a compliment of each player on, on to make up a real good line, you know, secures that kid who can Hoover, and then when he's got the ability, he usually deposits, and, and he did, uh, you know, last night. You know, the, the pressure on Ryan Ruck and goaltender kind of, we know, was it came and went throughout the game. There were times that you had to depend on him, and he played, uh, you know, he, he more than gave you capable goaltending, but. What's been different about him during this stretch here, where he's got a goals against that is, uh, you know, down around 1.5, 1.6, and uh, save percentage around 940, almost out of this world. How, how's he improved throughout the year? You know, confidence has a lot to do with it, right? And earlier in the year, when we were struggling, he was playing okay, but he was going through that adjustment period to the college hockey. So, you know, all freshmen make mistakes when a goal freshman goaltender makes a mistake, it ends up in the net. So, you know, there'd be a goal every couple of games that he would want bad, back, and then what ends up happening is we were struggling, not winning, so his confidence wanes a little bit because, you know, he's 
we're losing, he's not getting the win. And then he stayed with it, and he worked on the areas they need to work on, which was great. And during that stretch, he got better as a goalie. Technically, he got better. The mental component, once he got that first win, he just took off, and now he's in that good in that good space. So winning cures things, as we know, and, and then it helps with your confidence. And he's you, know, you get confidence from being prepared and doing all the right things. He's really prepared. He's that type of young man. So when you're prepared, you go into a game, you know, ready to play, and, and confidence is there. Well, Jim, we had something special happen in the league last night. Jerry York picks up his thousandth win. I'd like to get your thoughts on that incredible achievement. Uh, we all hope that we're going to be around to see a thousand, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I might be a hundred before I get to that number. Um, just an unbelievable accomplishment for Coach York. Um, you know, a thousand wins over a few different teams. He's had success at every level. You know, Boston College, obviously Bowling Green, Clarkson. Um, you know. The, the, the numbers are truly impressive, but what's more impressive, obviously, is the person, the man. You know, he's an unbelievable ambassador for our hockey, for our program, for our, our our league. Unbelievable ambassador for our sport and college hockey, college hockey coaches. So, we're lucky to have a gentleman like that still involved. The 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 thousand wins is truly remarkable. It's a great testament to him, to all the teams he's had, uh, the players he's had, and coached to his assistant coaches, and to his wife Bobby, who's been there at every step of the way. So. So, you know, I think everyone congratulates Coach York for uh, for a tremendous accomplishment. And, yeah, I don't know if that's ever going to be beaten. You know, we had a couple of guys who were close to it, you know, who have since retired. Um, but it's going to be a tough well, That's a record that will have uh, some longevity. Well, Jim, before we talk about tonight's game, I uh, just want to get your thoughts on the Big Ten proposal with regard to, you know, you know how it would impact uh, the age of players and so on. Uh, just want, want to, was wondering what your thoughts were on that. Yeah, you know, from my end, you know, I can see the argument on both sides. Um, I guess the overriding argument on my end is why would we want to limit our player pool? Um, you know, we only have 60 Division One teams. You know, you know, the sport is regional. It is growing nationally, of course, and internationally and in North America. But it's it's a finite pool, and we're competing against other leagues for some players. That so that limits the pool, uh, the, the, those leagues being major junior hockey in Canada, of course, and. Um, so why limit it? Um, we, I think we have enough numbers and facts to show that the young men who come in at age 20 slash 21, when they turn 21 while they're in college here in their freshman year, are, are succeeding academically. They're a little bit more mature um, physically, mentally, emotionally, culturally. Uh, so they, they are, are ingrained into the academic process well. If a young man who's 20 or 21 doesn't want a college degree, then we shouldn't be recruiting him. But the young men that we're recruiting at that age, and Northeastern also, speak for, has been been fortunate to have some real good young men who have represented our institution with class, dignity in all levels, uh, academically, athletically, and socially. So I, I don't want to limit our pool. And, um, um, you know, uh, some leagues might have a better chance and teams to getting, you know, younger players. And um, so they might be more for it than, than not. But uh, for me, it's let's, let's open up the pool as much as we can. All right, uh, two big points on the line tonight here. Your last game before the Bean Pot, in fact, as well. Uh, one or two uh, keys for your game tonight. Uh, keys for your team tonight. You know, I, I talked about it last night, and we joke, and because uh, you know, the question was asked a couple of times, but it's defending in our own zone. I thought we defended well last night in our own zone. Um, they're a real good forechecking team. I thought we showed patience on our breakout. Um, you know, the one time we didn't get the puck out. We, 
was their first goal. We had a chance to get it. Our, our winger was down there. He was a little bit softer with with a pass on it. Uh, they kept the puck in and ended up in our net. Um, other than that, I thought we did a real good job in our in our defensive zone, and we transitioned pucks quickly. So if we can defend well in our, our own zone and then transition pucks quickly through the neutral zone uh, and play fast, then th- those are two keys for us. When we're playing well, those things are those things are visible. Yeah, you are playing well, Jim. So well, we wish you the best of luck tonight and the rest of the way. Good luck. Good luck in the bean pot as well. And uh, maybe we'll see you again down the road. Thanks, Mike and John. Appreciate it. All right, that's your Madigan head coach of Northeastern. We're back with more after this. And John will have his interview with Merrimack coach Mark Dennehy. This is Warrior Hockey.